Have you ever thought that being an entrepreneur would be easier than this? For years, I've tried to break free from Rogue Warrior consultant life, only to return time and again in order to survive. What I soon realized is my own isolation and self-doubt was getting in my way, and that my biggest successes, my happiest moments, came through connections with people who cared about me. It's now my mission to make it easier for entrepreneurs like us to connect with incredible human beings who rise up higher together. We are not self-made, we are community-made. But the real question is, how will we do it? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on this journey as I interview top experts and entrepreneurs who are figuring it out. I'm your host, Jerry Kirk, and you are listening to the Community Forged Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Community Forge podcast. Right now, many entrepreneurs are faced with the decision to either pivot or fail. With this global shutdown that's going on during COVID-19, the business and the economic climate has really changed forever. Well, four years ago, our guest today, Chris Benetti, he was a tradesman who was working 13-hour days, 12 days in a row, if you can imagine. But then just two years later, he was given the title of the number one funnel designer in the Southern Hemisphere by Russell Brunson. Pretty cool, right? He's worked with some of the biggest names in the internet marketing community, including Alex Charfin, Steve Larson, Stacey and Paul Martino, Rachel Peterson, Marley Jackson, Blake Newbar. Now, not one to slow down, Chris has since shifted his focus more to building his own products and has recently launched Members Pro software solution for membership sites and course builders is already getting rave reviews and it's just getting started. So you and I are in for a real treat because today we're going halfway around the world via the internet to Australia for an amazing conversation with an incredible entrepreneur and human being. We figure out in a short amount of time how to reinvent himself. And that's a lesson we can all learn from right now. So please help me in welcoming Chris Benetti to the show. Chris, glad to have you, man. <laughs> Thanks for the intro. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just really, really intrigued by um, your your quick ascent, if you will, or, or your your quick change in direction. Um, reading some of your 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 bio, clearly, um, you're a, a high achiever, someone who um, you know strives for success at whatever you do. Um, I'd I'd love to um, learn a bit more about how you got started as an entrepreneur before you became, uh, you know, Russell's proclaimed. Uh, Final builder uh, sensation down in uh, the southern hemisphere. Yeah, for sure. So I guess my drive sort of began when um, I turned twenty-one. I believe it was. Um, I started looking for some uh, investment property opportunities. I had bought my own house at eighteen. So I was working in iron ore mining, um, and so I w- was able to do that um, because of my large wage and I was just really always good at saving and putting my money into sort of better places than most people. Um, and so using the sort of um, asset and the equity in, in my main house, I went and was able to buy an investment property. And then I sort of had the idea of you know going down the path of like learning everything I could about property investing. Um, I, you know, I pretty much just did nothing but read property books for the next 
six months to a year and pretty much learn everything you could learn about the Australian property market, all the laws, all the tax rules, like all everything. Like I was, I don't remember any of it now, but I was like the one person that anyone could ask about something property <laughs> investing related. And I would have an answer for them, even though I only had you know two properties, uh, which is pretty funny. Um, that pretty that led to me sort of, you know, a little while later, um, pondering on like if it was going to be the right choice. I was I was sort of second guessing myself because of the amount of time, energy, and money that it would have required me to have to actually build something substantial where I could replace my you know, at the time, $8,000 income per month. So I then started looking into some other sort of avenues and I came across like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I read that and then I pretty much just went on a Robert Kiyosaki binge as probably most people do. I you know, found podcasts, I listened to the, I read the book. Um, and then I found Tim Ferriss for our work week. And then that was like another eye opener. And then that sort of led me down, you know, due to Tim's recommendations, a whole list of other books to read. And it pretty much just opened up a whole world of inspiration for me. Um, you know, through that, I found podcasts that I would listen to. And um, I pretty much just got sort of sucked into the entrepreneurial world. And, you know, I sort of saw that there was a better way than working, you know, the rest of my life in mining to, you know, at one point retire or at one point have enough money to invest in other properties or whatever. I, I saw that, you know, going down and creating your own business was the right way to do it because it had a, a quicker and easier potential to earn more money than anything else in the world. Um, now I had no freaking idea what I was going to do, but that was sort of the, the path for me. And, you know, I was, Working those thirteen-hour days and fourteen days straight, just so 14, you know. Fourteen, okay. <laughs> well, um, uh, I was working. I was working those days, and pretty much at any point during that day, um, we would have fifteen-minute trans uh, transport to work, fifteen minute on the way home. It was too dark to read at that point, so I would listen to my podcast um, on the that in that half an hour break, and then I would also have an hour for lunch every day. And I would just read whatever book that I had. I didn't talk to anyone. I just read. And um, doing that, I was able to sort of read about a book a week when I was doing FIFO for about a year straight. Um, so I got, I got a lot of information very quickly by doing those methods. Reminds me a lot of um, Steve Larson talking about his, his journey, how you know, he was in the military and he'd be like crawling on the dirt with a gun in one hand and his expert secrets in another hand, <laughs> you know, just fitting in that time wherever he could, just trying to take advantage of every minute. Yeah. It sounds like it was a pretty, pretty intense time back then. And, and clearly, you know, not a path that you really wanted to continue. And then I understand just in, in, you know, reading some of your, your, your bio, you, you kind of came up a point where, um, all I got taken away from you. So I, I got to a point where I was so done. My, my relationship with my partner was sort of falling apart a little bit um, just because it's really hard working away, you know, two thirds of your life. Um, you know, it was just one of those things. I was miserable. She was miserable. I really 
was just surrounded by negativity and negative people. Um, and I just was, I was sick of it. So I, I, um, I got to a point where I decided to write myself a letter. It was, um, it was August of 2016. And, um, the, the letter was basically a formal resignation that I wrote. And I said, you know, if I don't, um, achieve what I want to achieve at the work that I worked at by, um, uh, December, then I'm just going to resign. And it was dated for two days before Christmas. So the 23rd, I was due to come back to work on the 24th and work over Christmas that year. So I was like, I'm not doing that again because I hate doing that. So I, I wrote that, I signed it. And then um, biggest thing, and if, if you guys take anything away from this story, is like I ended up saying and, and you know, showing people this letter. I shared it with people and I showed my intent for what I wanted to achieve. And you know, probably not the smartest thing when you have you know, co-workers as friends on Facebook and they are friends with your supervisor at work and all of that sort of stuff. But it just felt right for me. Um, and the next day I got pulled into the office and uh, got a, a word spoken to me and um, sort of left it at that. But what ended up happening was a month later, I, I actually got fired for missing a flight to work. Um, we used to work away in, in the mine. So it was like a, a two-hour flight to get to where we work. And um, yeah, that was sort of the, the beginning um, for me into the, into the new life. And it was, you know, sort of just like a all or nothing sort of moment. Am I ready to, to commit to my new <laughs> found hope, you know? Yeah, you kind of set your course to let the universe know where you wanted to go. And it said, okay, I can make that happen. <laughs> Let's go. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, as I said, like in a, in a really short amount of time, um, which I think is really fascinating, right? Because there's so many people trying to, to make a go of it online. And particularly, I think right now, especially with everyone largely at, at home, you know, there's over 3 million people who filed for unemployment in the US alone right now, which is, you know, easily, you know, crushing any previous records. And there's so many people trying to, to make a go of it in some way and looking at online. And, and here you were faced with a kind of a similar situation, right? You'd lost your, lost your, your, your job at that point. Although that didn't seem like necessarily a super bad thing, but at the same time, right, you've got to figure out what, what are you going to do? So, um, how, how did you, how'd you then go from there like, to, to find a viable solution for you? So I started doing or trying to do some affiliate marketing stuff. Like I sort of got a, a whiff of what that was. And I learned a little bit about that um, just before I got fired. And, um, you know, it was, it was just good timing for me. Like I pretty much got out as soon as ClickFunnels released their first affiliate bootcamp um, with Steve actually teaching that. Sweet. And so I, uh, I signed up for ClickFunnels and um, I'm, I'm pretty grateful that I got into that, you know, pretty much as soon as I got out of a job because that was a really good direction for me at the time. Um, and so, yeah, I just learned and implemented. I didn't make any money. I sort of didn't do anything. I wish I stuck with it, but I stopped doing the affiliate marketing and I, you know, sort of found a, a better solution for me at the time. And that was an internship with a, a local um, Facebook advertising agency, digital marketing agency. 
And, um, you know, those guys use click funnels. They use, you know, all the normal sort of marketing tools and stuff like Facebook ads. And, um, it was just a really good stepping stone into like, you know, learning as much as I can and just being, um, or becoming better at what I wanted or what I thought I wanted to do at the time. And, um, I was able to learn on someone else's dime and also implement and test things on someone else's dime. You know, it wasn't my mistakes that cost me money. It was sort of my mistakes that cost other people money, which is, you know, that's really what a job is. But um, it was just a really good opportunity for me to go down that path and to be supported in the little ways that I was able to get supported so that I could learn and I could grow and I could become better and I could get, you know, the other opportunities and get assistance um, for those, like the, the Russell uh, Brunson sort of opportunity that came up at that time as well. Right. Yeah. And you, like you mentioned that before it was a, it was an internship as well. Right. So, I mean, sort of another people's dime, but you weren't really getting paid much of a dime at the same time. Right. It's really an investment in your, in yourself. Yeah. So I started in like uh, November and I worked until the 1st of January free and I would, I treated it like a full-time job. Like I showed up, in the office hours, I was there every day. I was doing everything I could to learn and and help. And um, you know, th- another intern started with me at the same time, and uh, he showed up like twice a week, maybe, and sort of half off, half asked it. And you know, at the end of the the period when I was off of the job, and he pretty much just disappeared. You know, it was pretty pretty obvious as to why. Um, and I think, you know, just going all in on the things that you think you want to do or the things that you um, you see as good potential is, you know, super important um, in life. And so that's what I did. And it ended up working out really well for me. I mean, when, when I did transition, it wasn't, it wasn't anything close to what I was getting in the mines. But um, because I was so privileged to, to, you know, be able to work in those mines from a young age, I was able to save quite a bit of money whilst I was there. And so I had that buffer. I was able to sort of live on savings for the next year as I was not getting a lot of money from the job. And then as soon as I could, I found different ways and we can go into that after the designathon. Um, but I found different ways to you know pretty much double my income um, by using the uh, spare time that I had. Um, and you know, it seemed to work out well and it transitioned into the next thing that I ended up doing. I think that's a great lesson for all of us. I mean, there's a lot of different paths to success and in my experience, and I I can even relate sometimes on a personal level, right? Is it's not so much that there there isn't opportunities out there. It's just we don't put all of our attention and focus on one thing. And because we're we're sort of distracted and and looking at different possibilities, we just people just don't end up going anywhere. So um yeah it's that's a really good Good example of two people who went down a similar path, but uh, took it at a different level of intensity and commitment, and um, mm-hmm. clearly had different different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So then, yeah. So from there, I mean, we kind of move forward a little bit. Like you, um, you actually started your own your own agency, right? Building, um, designing things uh, in ClickFunnels for uh, some pretty big names. Yeah. So um, before that, like in August of 2017, we had the 
designathon with Russell. And that was sort of like, I had, you know, whilst learning and getting better and stuff um, in, in 2017, before that point, I had sort of gotten to a point where I was like a little bit sour about being an employee again. So I was like bitching and stuff about actually being there. And like, it was, it was just one of those things. Like I wasn't getting paid a lot of money and it was like boring sort of mundane sort of stuff. And so I was just like, like, what else can I do? And um, going to the designathon, um, I met uh, people like Chad Thibodeau, Julie Stoyan, Stephen Larson, Russell Brunson, Blake Nubar, um, Alex, Alex Taylor, Chris Murray, like a lot of really, you know, pretty well-known people, super talented people, Austin Dixon. Um, and I just, you know, saw the light again. Like it was almost like a, a, a switch for me again. And, um, you know, just seeing what other people were up to and the potential that they all saw in themselves and, you know, what they were doing um, was really, really helpful for me because it helped me sort of just like get motivated again. Um, and I feel like I, I'm sort of like one of those people where I can like, I'll have some self-motivation and then it will sort of die off unless I get some external sort of motivation again. And I'm sort of just weird like that. That's sort of how I work. Um, at the moment, I've actually got a book here that's giving me a lot of motivation. So it's cool. Like it's it's different things that end up end, end up helping. Um. Anyway, um. So that helps sort of cement me like just being and wanting to do more. Like I was literally just compl- complying to working, you know, seven hours a day, and like, oh, poor me. Like I'm not earning much money, sort of thing. And so after I went to that designathon, I started then looking for some um, freelance clients. And from that point up until the point that I actually started my own proper agency, like as a company, I was able to double the income that I was earning just by taking on some side clients in my spare time, which was you know about two hours, maybe three a day, um, which was absolutely significant for me at that point. It was pretty much like, okay, cool. You don't have to live on your savings anymore. Like you can actually earn enough money right. now to cover expenses, which is a real a bit of a blessing. Um, and so that transition, I was like, "Cool, I'm doing all this work now. I'm pretty much at a point where uh, I don't. I'm sort of exhausted. It was like sort of six months of doing this. Um, I, I got to a point where I was sort of exhausted. And I'm like, cool. Like I think time now is the time for me to just step back and just go all in on." doing my own thing. And um, that's when I, you know, sort of started the agency with my boss. And um, we sort of went down that path together for the next sort of 12 months. And, you know, it was, it was a pretty hard start, uh, to be honest, in the business, like for the first three months, I was like, very little clients. And I was pretty much at a point where I couldn't pay myself, which, you know, is a, a negative effect of being your own boss or having your own company. Sometimes, you know, if the income's not there, you can't pay yourself like a job can. Um, but it was something that I was prepared to do. And um, the, the single one best thing I did um, as a business owner is I found someone who was needing help and was also very influential. And my first like big name, proper big name client was Rachel Peterson. And um, I pretty much just reached out to her because I saw that her funnels needed a lot of work. 
um, a bit of TLC. Um, and uh, she gave me a funnel to work on. And I said, I'll just do it for free. Let's, let's go down this path. And you know, what I ended up doing like, and what I had learned in the past 18 months really helped me you know, practice and you know, help her. And um, after about two weeks of working on the project, she launched it. And um, uh, two weeks later, she came back to me and she sort of told me that what I had created or redesigned for her ended up being four times more profitable than what she had existing. Wow. And that was sort of like an aha moment. And that was able to help me like go and find new clients and use her as sort of leverage. I was able to... Um, I've actually got a saying... Uh, that you know, influence is easier to borrow than create. So I was able to borrow her influence to go and find new clients to work with. And at the same time, she was over here being a raving fan of mine, telling all of her you know, two comma club, inner circle friends about the work that I did for her and how it was able to help her. And then not only that, she came on as an ongoing client and um, we were able to work together for the next 12 months. Um, uh- super closely so that's a that's an amazing story i love that and and one thing i noticed about you is every time you you have a a challenge or a hurdle um you're not focused on the fact that there's a a hurdle right you're 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 so so easy to get kind of caught up in woe is me right or you know this shouldn't happen or you know i've had the success and i've launched this this agency why isn't it easier um you just keep coming up with creative creative solutions um, that, that's, that's, that's a, a genius one there. Um, what, what, what made you think to even try that? So that's sort of like at that point was almost the, um, the birth of members pro as well. And, um, that's a whole, like, it's almost like split fork at this point. Cause it's like, I'm running two sort of things, um, at once. And that was, you know, back in, uh, around mid 2018 um so members pro we actually started as a company that was a plugin for click funnels and um, oh really i didn't realize that yeah so click funnels membership is pretty primitive in regards to the way that they do things and so members pro just came in and gave that a whole load of extra features like tracking wasn't available back then date release you know ip security connecting actual subscriptions to um to the actual access to the to the platform and denying inactive subscriptions and like sort of that sort of stuff um just like any standard membership platform would have and um so we had gone down the path of creating like the v1 of this thing like alpha beta version of this and i was literally just reaching out to influencers and asking if they wanted to use it I found a list of people who I you know, thought were pretty influential in the ClickFunnels space, who needed this platform, who was able to benefit from it, etc. And um, I literally just had a list of 15, 20 people. And um, Rachel Peterson just popped up on the list. And I literally asked if she wanted to have access to the software. And then I was like, oh, by the way, you know, I see that your funnels, you know, so on and so forth. And then that went down that path. So it was almost like I was just giving as much value as I possibly could with no real expectation. Um, it was sort of like a, a, a position of, can you use my software? Um, 
And in exchange, like we've got some awesome um, affiliate links that we'd love for you to promote in the launch. Of course, no one did, but that's another story. Um, you know, but that was just a, a good door opener for me to go out and personally connect with a lot of people who, you know, I was connected with some, but I didn't necessarily have a very strong connection with. And so that was just a really nice door opener or intro for me to be able to connect with those people. Yeah, super, super smart. So what, what, so I mean, so you started out, so you were at one point you were working in the mines, then you got into, you know, designing funnels and a lot of the internet marketing things, some affiliate experiment in between there somewhere. And now you're, now you're starting to, to build software. How did you get to, how did you get to that stage? And, and how did that, how did that come, come together? I noticed you, you mentioned you're a co-founder um, of, of Members Pro. So obviously there's a, there's a partnership angle there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this is like the power of community right here. I was, um, I was asking about ways to make my clients' memberships better in the ClickFunnel group. And Sinead sort of popped in and he actually offered to sell a platform that he has built for his clients um, to help with tracking and analytics. He basically did some coding. And it was custom per person, but he would plug in that coding into their course and then give them a dashboard where they can access all of the information that they wanted to. And I sort of saw that as potential for something that would be really nice as a white label thing where you know I can just do it for my clients. And that's sort of the scale that I was imagining at that point. So Sinead came to me after seeing you know, the stuff in the group and he offered to sell the code or the the soft the, it wasn't software but like the the code um that i could you know just change slightly and give to clients um he he offered to sell that for ten thousand dollars and i was like oh crap <laughs> um <laughs> i'm like a, a new business Checking the pockets I, here <laughs> i'm like uh, uh, i can't really even pay myself right now so mm, I'll think about it. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, another two weeks went by and he's like, he reached back out and I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, no, I have to, I, I'm still thinking about it. Like, I can't give you an answer right now. And then another two weeks went by and he pretty much reached out and he said, do you want to partner on this and we'll build an actual software out of it? So just really random how that happened. And um, it was sort of like, he, he understood that I was like a funnel guy and I could help with the marketing side which he's not very savvy in, but he is like the best technical, you know, head developer that you could ever ask for. Um, and so it was just a really, really nice, succinct sort of combination between him and I. And um, we ended up launching a beta of the platform. And, um, and pretty quickly, we, we made about $40,000 selling that one thing. Um, and then it sort of just transitioned into uh, not being a relevant product anymore, which it's, it's pretty hard to have like something that you launch, especially if you launch it on a lifetime basis to some customers and then pretty much like scrap the whole software and then start again with something else um, and go in a different path and then um, start developing that instead. And so that, we actually went down that path and um, it was really because the things that we were developing and fixing for ClickFunnels, they were turning around and developing those things themselves. 
Sure. Yeah. And it was almost like they saw us doing it. So that they built it into their own platform, which, you know, I would too, if I was them, but that pretty much made our software almost irrelevant except for some, a few features. Um, and we decided that like we needed to pivot and pivot fast and start going down another pathway. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things for us and still is, is, uh, the cons- consumption of content these days is like more and more moving towards mobile. And, um, we know that there's a lot of problems with what ClickFunnels are offering in their solution in regards to how it displays on mobile. And so members pro did uh, iteration number one of, you know, transitioning our stuff and helping you build a mobile app from the content that you have. And so you can pull in your content from ClickFunnels into Members Pro and the Members Pro will turn around and help you develop an app with that content. And then we went you know, further into the rabbit hole and we said, why don't we you know, help people build browser or desktop memberships as well or course. And so we went down that pathway and you know, six months later, we sort of got to a point where we really just needed to improve the overall design and experience of the platform. And um, that sort of was like another eye-opener to us where we, we knew that moving forward, you couldn't just have like a thrown-together platform that wasn't well thought of that, you know, ClickFunnels is good for certain things, but we find that having a high level of customization ends up hurting the customer in the end, the, the, in the end because um, when people are allowed to have creative freedom with the stuff that they create and they're not very creative, they end up making things that are terrible or like that look bad or are really hard to consume content from. And so Members Pro has always had a standpoint of we'll give you creative freedom over the things that really matter. But when it comes to the framework and how people actually consume the content, we're not letting you touch that because we know what's going to be better for your customer. And sure. that's sort of where we got to. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and frankly, at the pace of, of life these days, I think most entrepreneurs are, are wanting, you know, fewer decisions, not more decisions to have to make. Right. And especially if they can Absolutely. be made, if they can made, be made well, um, that, that's a win for everyone. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm really fascinated maybe just to, to go back for a moment. So, you know, so you, so you guys decided to, to partner together. I mean, in a previous conversation, you mentioned you, you'd had a, a partnership before this um, for your for your agency that didn't didn't go as well as 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 hoped. So, you know, what were you thinking as as you entered into this? I mean, um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs who would like to partner but are afraid to, right? Um, either from having a bad experience or just you know worrying about lack of control. There's there's a lot of I think a lot of entrepreneurs who stay. Um, solopreneurs and, and miss out on a lot of opportunity um, because of these fears. So how, how did you address those, especially having gone through a, already a, a difficult previous partnership? So I was still in the partnership when Sinead came along and um, we were probably in that for about a year before I ended, ended the other partnership that I had with the agency. So we were doing Members Pro for almost a year at that point um, where it was like, I mean, I see what Sinead is doing over here and like that's, that's a partner right there. 
and I could compare that to what else was going on. And I was just like, this is not equal. If anything, Sinead is, should be feeling similar to me as I'm like over here because he's just like a true hustler. Like he, he just does, he, he GSD, he gets stuff done, right? Um, so it was almost like that comparison. I was like, this is what someone should be doing and this is what someone should be working towards. And like, I, you know, Sinead working and hustling every single day strives to make me better. And like, that's almost what I felt I was lacking in the, the existing partnership that I had. And so that was just, if anything, it wasn't like, oh, I'm scared to jump into this. It was more like, oh, this is an eye opener for me. Like, I need to, you know, realign my, my uh, priorities in regards to what I'm currently doing. So, um, and then just to, to follow up with that, when it comes to like partnerships, when it comes to like doing things and, and not like I'm a young guy, like I don't really have many life experiences, if you will. And so what I don't know won't hurt me sort of thing. Like I just jump into stuff. I don't really think much about the, um, the, the, what, what the, what the outcome is going to be to an extent. Um, I'm more of like a, I'll just go all in and what, whatever happens happens. I don't really think of the outcome too much. I just think of like, you know, what, what are the potential benefits for me? And if they are good, then they're good. And it's totally stabbed me in the back sometimes. Like when, <laughs> when we go to like, think of crypto and stuff, like I totally like throw away $60,000 on nothing. Um, that ended up dying in, in the ass. Um, that's a whole nother story. But you know, I'm like one of those people where I will just jump into something and whatever happens, happens. I don't really have many fears about things. Right. Um, like you've got so, that confidence. You can, you can rebound, right? There's always another path, another, another option, another possibility. I've done and, it like twice now, you know, in, the, in a very short amount of time. And even three times, like at, at the point of... Um, end of last year, I was like, I don't want to do agency anymore. I'm literally just, I'm depressed. Like I'm struggling. Like I, I just don't enjoy it. So I need to reimagine myself again, you know? And so like, I've almost done it three times in the past four years. And I think it's just a, a almost like a journey of an entrepreneur. It's like, there's a lot of opportunities, but, um, you know, picking the right things is, is super important. Um, not getting distracted by things is super important. But um, going all in on the things that are important, I think, is another thing. And so whatever you find passion in or whatever you find is going to be the right journey for you, then don't be scared. You know, ask for guidance. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who are higher levels than you are who are always open to give advice and support and maybe share some of their experiences in their journey. And it's always you know, valid asking them what their experiences are with an, an outcome like this and you'll find people who love partnerships and you'll find people who hate partnerships and it's just you know we're just understanding what their experience was and why and how and you know doing your sort of pre-work or due diligence on on the things that potentially could go wrong might be beneficial so yeah absolutely so it sounds like for for you um do you have do you, do you have uh, mentors in your life, or do you have, do you have people that have sort of help helping you along? People you can go to to help um, help you sort of navigate. As you said, I mean, you're still a young guy. I mean, you've done an incredible amount of stuff in a short amount of time, but still, still a path ahead of you. Um, how do you, how do you um, 
Where, where do you find support on your journey? So, um, I, I've been quite fortunate. Like, uh, when I, when I started my internship, I actually, um, so number one, like my boss was my first mentor, the one I, the person I partnered with, um, still a, like a fantastic resource for, um, certain things, but that was just like, you need to sort of like find your stepping stone people who can help you along the way. So he was my first and being able to work for him, I was able to meet other higher level people. Um, and so in that journey, I ended up you know, meeting, uh, Rhonda and Brian Swan, who the unstoppable family, they live in Bali, been millionaires for a long time. So I was able to learn from the people who I was reading about, you know, just a, a few months earlier. And so they were sort of like indirect mentors as well. And then, um, I actually just like obsessed, like after going to the, the funnel hacking live of 2018, I like, after hearing Alex Sharfin speak on stage, like I absolutely mm. obsessed about Alex Sharfin. Um, and <laughs> he's amazing. Just so, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually wearing his, his hat during <laughs> this interview right now. <laughs> uh, so like, it turns out that Kim, um, my partner was, um, actually, you know, well connected with Alex already. And I actually printed out this, this picture of Alex and put it on my wall. And I was like, you know, if I, if I hit my $25,000 month, then I qualify to work with Alex. And so that was like a monetary goal that I was working towards because I wanted to get into his coaching program and learn from him. So Alex Sharfin has been like probably one of the biggest and best resources for me, you know, in, in regards to anything I can think of. He's just like a, an all round awesome business person. Um, and so he's been extremely helpful. Um, Rachel Peterson working with her, being connected with her was extremely helpful as well. Um, there's just been like, it's, it's almost been like clients and, and friends who I found along the way that I've been able to look up towards. And, um, you know, I find that if you are sort of like looking for mentorship or help, like the easiest way is to buy your way in these days, there's a lot of coaching programs or memberships available um these days and right now i'm like as an example i'm in james shramko's um super fast business and um that's only a hundred dollars a month to to get access and chat with james and that's it's not anything like coaching calls or anything but you can you know post threads and have james reply and give you help and advice and and so on and so forth and so there's there's a whole range of different ways where you can have different levels of access to pretty much anyone you want these days and I would say it's probably easier to find a mentor now than it is, you know, five years ago and so on and so forth, just due to everyone opening up their doors to some level and offering help and advice at some point as well. And I'll just, you know, um, say as well that a lot of these guys who are, um, have these coaching programs are more than happy to give value in their free groups and those things as well. So if you go into Alex Sharfin's group, um, as an example, and ask Alex a question, Alex is going to reply to your question on Facebook with a comment that's going to help you. And if it's a relevant topic, he might even make a podcast episode about it. So that's an example of like, it's not super direct mentorship, but it helps. And you know, if you're struck 
stuck on something, then there's a lot of different things available. You know, go on YouTube, search in partnership stuff, and I'm sure there'll be a podcast episode of Alex that's been published there that you could listen to and get advice on partnership stuff about. So there's a lot of indirect ways to find mentorship um, opportunities these days. Yeah, I, I think again, it just speaks to the fact that um, you know, there, there's really no no reason to feel to feel stuck. There's so many possibilities out there, and you kind of demonstrate that in, in your own journey, right? It's really a combination of of service, right, in building those those connections, those friendships, um, which then comes back, you know. And I'm 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 such a big believer of myself in kind of that that um, that give first mindset, right? Um, because we, we get so much back. In return, and then through those relationships, making those connections with with people, and um, and be just being willing to try, being willing to experiment, and and you know, jump into some of these groups and some of these paid um, you know mentorships and and so on. There, there's no reason to sit on our hands and um, you know just watch YouTube for all the wrong reasons, or, or I guess TikTok these days. If you're like my kids, <laughs> can't seem to ever get them off of that um, rabbit hole. <laughs> Um, so I've seen some interesting people in the two comic club. We were doing some Rachel Peterson, actually circling back to her. She's, she's rocketing on, on TikTok. She's all about that these days. Um, so there must, there must be some value hidden in there somewhere. I'm still looking for it. <laughs> um, so I'd love to, like I said, I'd love to circle back to maybe just to, to end up with focusing a little bit more on, on members pro and, and kind of where you're, you're going with that. Cause obviously the, you know, this is your, your, your passion right now and, and what you're excited about. And um, I'd love to know a little bit more about, you know, particularly for, I think a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are trying to maybe find their way online or looking to expand their opportunities. Um, as, as you mentioned, you're, you're trying to do something a little bit different. So maybe we could, we could explore that a little bit more and, and help people see um, what, what's in it for them. Yeah, so Members Pro has been a fun one. It's a little it's pretty hard to work on a software company to be honest. Like it's uh it's not just like build a thing build a thing and they'll come. Um it's it's pretty difficult. Like in in uh direct relation to what I was doing before, which is services. Still doing some services right now to pay, you know, the bills and all of that sort of stuff help fund Members Pro's growth. Um but it's it's a whole it's a whole another beast, and it's like a whole different thing that you have to learn about, sort of figure out, sort of thing. Um, but you know, has the potential to be extremely rewarding at the end of the day. Um, so, Members Pro, we uh, we've gone down the path, and we've decided like just from the feedback from uh, what we've seen in the marketplace and the customers that we've had, and um, just the overall experiences of everyone who's used us um, we, like we know that number one the world's changing in regards to how content is consumed we know that the consuming of content or the consuming of online programs and stuff is only going to grow moving forward as well and so the, what we've thought about and what we're setting up right now is really something that um, you know gives people the best experience possible when they're consuming the content, no matter where they are, so whatever the device they're on, wherever they're consuming the content from, if they're on the computer, if they're on the train, if they're on their sofa, whatever the case may be, we wanted to just create the overall best experience possible for them. And we really just want to help the course creator 
have the right tools to help you help your customers succeed. And what that means is like, we want to be able to give you automations that help you understand if people are getting stuck in your program. So if they're not logging in, if they haven't completed more than five lessons in the last two weeks, then we want to be able to you know, help you set up an automated email or push notification that you can then communicate with that person or even just give you a reminder to reach out to them you know, if it's a higher level coaching program or something so that you can offer support and advice and help. Um, we, we're creating other systems as well that help gamify the experience behind the consumption. So when people you know, uh, leave a, a, uh, or watch a video, a lesson in the course, they're going to earn points for watching those things. Uh, when people will leave a comment or a helpful comment that people upvote in the community, they're going to earn points there as well. And when they earn the points, they're able to be rewarded with additional content or additional benefits or discounts to certain things, or whatever the case may be they're going to be able to get rewarded for the actions that they take that help others and help themselves. So that's like another thing that we're really you know, putting in place to make the experience better overall. Um, now, the other thing that's more focused on the course creator is like we want to help you market your other programs better towards your customers. And so not only are we creating some uh, our own information products around this, but we are. Um, we have a system right now that helps you essentially cross sell or upsell additional programs to people who have um, got access to current programs. And so this can be on a free or like a low ticket entry point offer, and then you can show maybe like the next program in your value ladder to them in the program as a locked sort of course. Now they can click on that, and you can show them whatever lessons that you want um, to be available for them so that they can see that there is more to consume, there's more available, there's more to unlock. Um, you can do a sales lesson, which you know, could be a webinar. You can do a series of um, you know, uh, VSL. You can, you can show an example of what's inside the program. You can even show um, you know, some, uh, some sort of... Uh, parts of the program themselves as well. So they can sort of get a taste of what it's like. And then you can literally just have a call to action on every single lesson that you know, allows them to go buy that. Interesting. And as soon as they refresh their program, it'll be unlocked for them after they purchase. So just a really nice like cross collaboration with your pro- current product that they've got to consume and the other products that you have available for them. Now, as far as I know, all the other platforms will show those things in like a cart sort of view, like Teachable and stuff will show accessible things and they'll just do like a shopping cart. Whereas Members Pro really allows you to do like a sales process around the other products right. that you have available. Like really just you know, build the funnel right inside the, the, the membership, the, con- the course content. Yeah. And, and a really good case study for this is one of our clients, Stacey uh, Martino. It, what she does and what she does really well is she's got like a 14 day um, challenge that she's in the relationship space. So it's a 14 day um, relationship boost. And so that's like a 14 drip delay sort of um, day lesson series. And um, she basically bundles that with a bonus program, which is her perfect webinar split up into 
four different lessons. And then the, um, the three, first three lessons are available straight away with the boost. So when they consume you know, day five or whatever, and then they have to wait for more content, they've got other stuff over here to consume. So they get hooked on the bonus program. And then, um, then the uh, last lesson of the bonus program unlocked after like day eight. And then they're able to watch like the pitch of the perfect webinar sort of thing and then upgrade. Now that particular model works fantastic for Stacy and other people as well. And, you know, Stacy, as an example, is able to generate an extra 30 sales plus per month of her core offer, which if you know what that is in ClickFunnels world, it's you know, usually $1,000. And so that's basically opening up the world of her generating directly $30,000 extra a month and then indirectly you know, getting uh, people to go to her live event once a year, which then you know, sells her, her um, high-level coaching program as well at $12,000 per person. And so it's almost like this snowball effect of like 30 people every month for 12 months is you know, 360 people extra in her live events, which could potentially result in 20, 30. They've actually got a very high close rate for their stuff. So it could even potentially be 50 people who sign up for her higher level coaching program at 12,000. That's a really quick way to make, you know, um, 500 plus thousand dollars from <laughs> a 14 day boost challenge that is just presented really well in members pro. Wow. That's yeah, that's, that's huge, man. That's, well, I, I that's interesting. I, I actually knew, I knew a little bit about when she switched from her traditional webinar format to, um, I was actually talking to a, another fellow, um, Jamie Atkinson about, mm-hmm. he was telling me a little bit about how I think she basically doubled her conversions going from a traditional webinar to her new approach. And yeah, uh, so I, I've, I've been working on her with her funnels for the past 18 months and her webinar funnel just stopped converting. Like it was just dead. Um, she, she was maybe getting one sale every two, three days with like a lot of ad spend, which it wasn't, it wasn't profitable anymore. And so we, um, I, I actually made the recommendation to put the webinar in the members area as a bonus and it just ended up crushing. Like it was just like one of those things that was just like, this is so awesome. I don't know how we were doing it the other way. Like this is outperforms. <laughs> That's amazing. Huh. So uh, Chris, this has been um, an awesome journey getting to know you and, and your experience in your journey. And then obviously, you know, um, lots of bright, sunny days ahead for you. Um, maybe a little colder down in Australia since it's going to be winter soon. <laughs> but um, at least we get to stay warm, uh, so warm inside like the rest of us right now during this COVID-19. Um, where, um, where can people find out more about, about you, connect with you? Um, discover more about, about members pro and, and, and see if that might be a good fit for what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, in the next sort of 30 days, members pro is, um, sort of keeping open our app program, um, which, it, which will enable you to turn your course or your membership into a mobile app if you want to. So you can have an app available for your customers and then also have the main members pro, um, dashboard on, the desktop or the browser available. Um, so we're, we're keeping that open until June 15. And so if you sign up for Members Pro 
during now and then, you'll be able to get access to that program. And then after June 15, we're moving Members Pro towards a centralized app system. So pretty much there's going to be one app and then it's going to have all the creators under that app um, available. I'll, I'll ex- the, the process is really seamless in regards to how we're doing it. It's not just like everything's thrown in there, but that's what we're moving towards. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be easier for everyone. But if you want to have your own custom developed app right now that's white labeled and completely branded to you, then for the next you know, 30 days or less, we're going to be um, keeping that open to the public. So you can go uh, check that out at memberspro.com. And um, for me personally, chrisbenetti.com is a really nice, uh, a good place for you to check out. That's pretty much just everything about me. If you want to connect on Facebook directly, more than happy to as well. I'm pretty much the only Chris Benetti that I know of on there. So there might be a few, but you'll know who it is. Uh, just look for the floating head uh, profile picture and you know, it's pretty, it's pretty much that's me. So. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks. Thanks so much for sharing uh, so much with us today, Chris. It's been a real pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so, be sure to click on the subscribe button in your app so you never miss a future episode. And when you leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen, you help more people discover and then transform their lives through the powerful life-changing stories on this podcast. I invite you also to share something that you heard in this episode that you would love to turn into a conversation. Share it with people and have that conversation. Because when ideas become conversations that build connections, that's when momentum happens. I'll see you in the next episode.